on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, it's us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Joey Clark. Oh, that's my name. Welcome to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. First, I want to thank Kristen. Or Christy. I don't know. Kristen. Yeah, she gave the voice. People asked. Yeah. Who's saying Joey Clark? It's Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. She's a Jill of all trades. Indeed. She does a lot of her. She really does. I'm a studio rat. So. She, She runs around so much and she doesn't get enough thanks. Indeed. And. I didn't realize this. We just jumped right into it. Yeah, we did. My name's Emily. Well, I have to introduce you properly because I didn't realize you are in the Urban Dictionary. I am. I'm going to read it. I'm going to have a few questions. Do um, Does everyone know what Urban Dictionary is? Well, probably not. Okay. A few people under a rock these days. Yeah. Urban Dictionary is essentially a way to understand slang. Yes. And words as they're created. That's how language works. It's spontaneous order. The creative process of give and take between diverse individuals. We're sort of copycat artists. We mimic each other. We imitate one another. But we don't quite get the imitation of the copycat just right. So there's variation. And over time, you create new things. Mm -hmm. Something like that. It was very impressive to see you do that in person. Really? Yeah, yeah. You had this face and your hand motions and all that. Yeah, I do talk with my hands. Yeah, I mean, you're expressive. We're expressive people. Everybody thinks I hit hit J all the time. It's more or less J's in my. Are you Italian? Italian? No, I'm Irish and German. Okay, I believe I'm like white. We went over this before. I'm Scottish. Yeah. And German. And that's why, yeah. And I don't know where the hand thing Well, I've from. always heard um, from my best friends that are of Italian heritage, it's how do you get an Italian to be quiet? You tie their hands together because they can't talk. <laughs> I love so, you, Godfather. So, <laughs> the Urban Dictionary keeps up with the always changing and morphing languages and the slang out there. And there's this uh, entry for and this is my guest this evening, folks. No, I'm not being rude. She labeled herself this. Old Lady Hayes. It's me. Old Lady Hayes tends to be a person under the age of 30 who feels around 78. Mm. They will complain of their bones hurting rather than admitting they have a hangover and chalk it up to being Old Lady Hayes. They can make children fall off their bikes with one good death stare. That's a true story. Things of this nature. An old lady Hayes can be spotted carrying a tumbler or flask of Maker's Mark and nine times out of ten, a Paul Mall hanging from her lips while she tries to talk to you. It's so true. Now, it's, wait, was this... Somebody put this entry in because of you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and the whole the thing about the kid falling off their bike. This actually happened? Yeah, when I first moved to South Alabama, I lived with my dad for a little bit. He lives in a um, in a community in Daphne called Lake Forest. I think it's like the largest subdivision in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure everybody's mentally healthy there in that suburb. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, 
he lives on a cul-de-sac at the very end of a cul-de-sac and I turned on the street and every day I was having these battles with this kid who just wanted to just ride right in the middle of the street he would see uh, had a 1990 BMW 525i nice. at the time I called it the green machine nice. and he would just get in the way of my car every time and he laughed and he laughed and he laughed so hard about it because I would always be trying to swerve to get around him well one day I came home from work and I was tired of swerving and so we were tired of bumper. And I sat there. And I raised my eyebrow. And it went up over my sunglasses. You gave him the people's eyebrow? I did. I said, move. And that kid got so wobbly on his bike. And he fell down. And he ran off. And, you know, I mean, some kids just have to learn. Now, how many years ago was this? Oh, man. Um, Rough estimate. 11. 11? Mm-hmm. 11 years ago. Yeah, I'm old. Have you scared any other children? I try not then? to. Um, I met some really sweet kids last night, Hayes and Stuart. Their parents, Jake and Lucy, are hmm. fans of News Talk and had a little cookout. And before they went to bed, they got upset because they, they wanted to get a selfie with me before they had to go to bed. So we took a couple of pictures last night. Really, really sweet girls. And um, it was a pleasure to meet them. What's well, awesome? Yeah, so I mean, it was I, a good moment. Yeah, I don't think I you scared, haven't scared any children. Not to my knowledge, you would make a good politician. You completely avoided the question and snuck in a warm story. Yeah, my heartwarming well, story. You know, the, you be a very good. Politician. I'm really good at the pen hand too, where you don't point, but you act like you're holding a pen when you talk. Right, and when and you bring yeah. people's attention you well that's the wrong motion that's the wrong motion. i just did the Heil hitler right there <laughs> Not, yeah white power right <laughs> oh good god i can't believe that crap's still around oh bless it no but if you uh well for instance i'm watching a lot of wrestling and the when miz are you not watching a lot of wrestling oh no it and there's a lot of questions being asked about me and our the house i live at including mm-hmm. my roommates because do you hear the whole night where i confessed that they all wanted to watch mama mia no, I didn't hear about yeah, that. Yeah, uh, quickly, because I told the story the other day, is essentially I'm sitting there, and we go down the YouTube rabbit hole. Yeah. It starts with Cool and the Gang's Ladies Night, which, by the way, I'll get to. That's why I texted you Friday night. But anyway. Oh, oh okay. Uh, we start with Cool and the Gang <laughs> Ladies Night, and you know how YouTube on the Xbox gives suggestions. Yeah. Su- suggested videos, and so we, we click on the next Cool and the Gang song, like Celebration or something like that, or Time to Get Down, or isn't that the OJs? I don't know. I'm confusing my soul R&B funk groups. <laughs> so we keep going down the rabbit hole, and there's a suggestion to watch ABBA's Dancing Queen. And before we we don't click on it, but my roommate Andrew looks. Across, I'm sitting in the middle of the couch. Andrew's in the recliner. Jonathan's on the other end of the couch. Andrew looks across me at Jonathan and says, "How long has it been since you've seen Mamma Mia?" <laughs> and you know, a normal response to that has been, "I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. It's been several years. I can't remember." Whatever. Watched it with a girl I was dating, or my mom, right. or my grandma. Right. I was on a big musical kick. My high school theater teacher. Right. Yeah. I was on a Grease kick. I watched my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, and yeah. Then I, just I watched to keep it there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But no, Andrew looks across from me, says to Jonathan. How long has it been since you've seen Mamma Mia? And Jonathan's response was, "I asked you that yesterday." And I look at them both and I go, I've never seen Mama Mia. And they freak out, you haven't seen Mama Mia. And then we get a ABBA Greatest Hits album and we're going to put on Dancing Queen. My brother walks in. He goes, oh, Dancing Queen, incredible song. And so I'm sitting here going, are they trying to play one of these like 
elaborate pranks on me, trying uh-huh. to get me excited for ABBA. And uh, from there, it ended up this weekend on Saturday after ladies' night on Friday that I watched Mamma Mia for the first time. Oh, and, and what did you think? It was all right. I, I mean, I, I don't want to get into it too much. But. I can't give an opinion because I've never seen the film version. But I'm very, very curious. You know, um, the last time I was here, we talked about introvert and how mm-hmm. you felt you were an introvert and you felt I was an extrovert. Yes. And um, and so I'm trying to get out of my shell. Yeah, and I brought up to you that I've invited you to hang out multiple times mm-hmm. and you never take me up on it. And the one time, like how many times have I texted you and said, I am here, come hang out. I am here, come have a drink. I am here, come do karaoke. Excuse me, I'm bad at math. One. You're going to lose your fingers and toes on this. Uh, like, no, I think it's like five or six I'm times. pretty sure it's like nine or twelve times, but the point of the story is... I have is, that many fingers and toes. I know, but, you know, I just... Anyway. Anyway. Um, but I, I send out a text. You send me a text that basically says, come hang out, this is where I am. Yeah. And I said, of course, when I'm in Mobile, yeah. you want to hang out. Yeah. I was officiating my friend's wedding, which was beautiful, by the way, at Fort Condy Village. Oh, that is Can't wonderful. wait for the rest of the pictures. That, I didn't screw it up. I was very proud of myself. That doesn't sound like an old lady Hayes thing to do. Um, actually, the ceremony, I had it in a binder, and the front of the binder said, Old Lady Hayes' Guide to Marrying Two Kick... Can't, can't say, say ass. Two kick-ass people, and their dog is Gunner. So at the very bottom, it said Gunner approved. <laughs> so in every picture that Joelle Rosen took, who is a phenomenal photographer, it, it will be me holding this ceremony book that says the old lady Hayes guide to marrying two kick-ass people, Gunner approved. Okay, then it was an old lady Hayes thing to do. So it was a very old lady Hayes thing to do. I think I should explain this text. Okay, yeah. Because it was just the name of a bar, and it was like, at what time do you think? I mean, we could look it up in our uh, You know what? I'll look it up, but um, but okay. I saw, and Joey, I have to tell you, yeah. my reaction to it, I was so torn. I was torn like an old sweater. It's like, what? Daggummit, the one time, the one time that Joey Clark gets out of the house and he wants to hang out with old Lady Hayes. I'm in Mobile. Okay, Friday, 946. 946, that's about right. Name of bar, my response. Of course, when I'm in Mobile, Joey's response, something we can't say on the air. Ah, yes. (laughs) And an FCC-approved way was probably crap. (laughs) So, I have to explain. Yes, please. It was somebody's birthday on Thursday. Yes. I'm like, I don't go out on weeknights. It's hard for us to it's do that. It's difficult. It's very hard. Even though you get to come in just a wee bit later than I sure. do, you're still here. Well, and it's different than other jobs. You could go in hungover, and it might be miserable, but you could like work quietly at your desk. Or you don't have to interact with as many people. And a lot of jobs. Or you can work outside. And I've, When I was doing Parks and Rec, that happened. And yeah. it stinks, but... When you come into radio hungover, it's bad. You've got these cans on your, these headphones on your head. Uh, Where else would headphones be? But you have headphones (laughs) over your ears. People are very loudly talking on the phone. On the phone. If they hang up before we drop the call, it hurts worse on us. It it doesn't translate on the air. you get that sound. Yeah, it's it's very very loud in our ears when yeah. um like say say we took a call, and the caller had finished talking, 
and went ahead and hung up before we disconnected the call. Mm-hmm. There's a very ab- abrupt and abrasive sound that we hear in our headphones when that happens. And like a popping sound. God bless then... America when you've had way too much gin or way too much makers. It's really, really, really hard <laughs> to that, deal with. Now I'm trying to learn as an Auburn guy, would that be a roll tide moment? That is a sad roll tide moment. Yeah, but I've heard people use it like when they did something really embarrassing. Yeah, it's, uh, roll tide. Roll tide. Well, roll it's tide. all about the inflection of your voice. Roll tide. Well, it's a. You can say all the letters in the word. You don't have to though. Just I'm uh, lazy. Roll tide. I ended the wedding with a roll tide by the bride's request. Nicely. I asked three times. I said, "Allie, are you sure that's what you want?" Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the wedding, it was like, "Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Mr. and Mrs. Christopher Skoda." Roll Tide. Everybody lost it. It was amazing. And anyway, we're getting off on a different path. But folks, this is an anatomy of a conversation. You go on one branch and another branch and <laughs> another branch. We might come back to the old Lady Hayes wedding, but we're going back. It's Thursday night. It's a friend I know's yeah, birthday. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And I say, I can't go out on weeknights. She said, well, can you come hang out on Friday night? And this person, I hung out with her like two years ago mm-hmm. for a libertarian thing. And we hit it off. And so I said, okay, it's your birthday. And I thought I was meeting with her and another young woman to talk politics. Because that's what you do on your birthday, Joey. Well, that's what she wanted to do. Oh, God. That's what she wanted to do. Okay, yeah, sure, that's what she wanted to do. I get out of work, mm-hmm. done with that Friday show, and I uh, message her, and she says, uh, well, the other person canceled and just can't come out. I think the other person was, like, hanging out with her grandmother, and they were having a grand old time. Not like a GOP grand old party kind of time, but like a... <laughs> Like, they were having a good time across yeah. the generation. Yeah. And so I said, well, what are we going to do? And she said, well, I have some friends over at this other restaurant bar place. Yeah. And I said, okay, I'll meet you there. And when I get there, she meets me at the door and we go in. And I'll have to find the picture. But, because there is photo evidence of this. Yeah. It is essentially, I'm going to say, 30-something, maybe late 20-something-year-old women five of them it was ladies night and joey <laughs> yes and this is this all... is so amazing now i know why you texted me yeah <laughs> and i'm i learned so many things because i've been around plenty of uh women especially like my friend's girlfriends or like boy toy. right yeah <laughs> and one was a sex therapist coach. So that was an interesting conversation. Wow, okay. And, you know, I'm not going to give away too much. But the I've noticed the energy was so different than, like, when I'm hanging out with a bunch of dudes. Well, yeah. Or, like, when we go to Baumhauer's. Mm-hmm. It's, it's guys, gals, it's men and women, and everybody's kind of getting along. And there's this cool dynamic I'm used to. But when it's all women and just Joey, mm-hmm. it was... Um, I felt like one of the gals. Joey, I have to tell you. And they singled me out because of my sex. Joey, that happens to me all the time. Really? Yes. There's like a handful there's a handful of um, people I've met through the station and we hang out from time to time. We have these Jim Gilmore meetings. Oh uh, yes. And um, I have been told but there are things that are said in front of me where <laughs> if we were in mixed company or something, they would not be said. And then it's excused with, and I don't, I don't get upset, but it's excused with, that's Emily. She's dude chick. 
She's, so, she's, wait. She's dude chick. Not only are you old lady Hayes, you're yeah. also dude chick. Well, I didn't have dude chick until, I'll tell you, 84 calls me dude chick. No. He's like, Emily's just dude chick. And it, I will tell you, though, Joey, having been in a situation very similar to the one you were in, mm-hmm. the fact that you made it through it, it seems like, pretty well and and you and you learned some things and you had a good time the, th- the being able to I can hang out with a group of girls all day long I can hang out with a group of dudes all day long I can hang out with dudes and chicks yeah. and and get along with everyone and doing that is being able I think we've talked about this before every single person has something you can connect with you just have to find it yeah and, and exactly having a big network of folks it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing at all. And well, you learn a lot from other people. You learn more when you keep your mouth shut and you get to listen. No, but I I felt a different energy with this group. Well, of course. I didn't feel like I had to edit myself at all. Yeah, it sounds like the people that you were with, and I don't know them, but it sounds like the people that you were with were very um, light-minded well, as, as far as progressive thinking and such. Well, and I'll correct myself in this sense. If I'm hanging out with just a bunch of dudes, mm-hmm. and it depends on the setting, you know, it's not... People say, oh, it's locker room talk. Locker room talk happens, but yeah. it's not like all day, every day. Anybody that doesn't think that ladies get together and say some pretty oh, raunchy things... That's what surprised yeah. me. I was like, whoa, that's nothing compared to what I've said before. Yeah. So I thought I was in good company. They kept talking about the power of their... Uh, oh, Joey, don't say it. Yeah, I can't say it. <clears throat> I know what you're trying to say, but don't say it. Well, and it was like she was leading a meeting. I was like, do you need a volunteer? I and understand now why you texted me. I feel like you needed... No, I needed a woman I knew. Yeah, oh, Joey. I just needed an ally. I needed a hero. You need, uh, <laughs> I so much a hero. <laughs> You needed, you needed old lady Hayes just to roll in there and be like, all right, shots and makers all around. Here we go. Where's my pal now? But here's here's what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. This show is very much about my own personal journey. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's what Joe Biden does when he wants to get real serious. You drop oh. the tone. You get a little breathy. You maybe stare out a window. Let yeah. some memes be made. Actually, that's the photo I took with the ladies on ladies night. I was staring off into the distance. Oh, God almighty. I'll find the photo <laughs> for you. Um... Yeah, it was, uh... okay, I'll just come right out with it. After being at ladies night, uh-huh. watching Mamma Mia, yeah, then binge watching professional, old professional wrestling, a mm-hmm. bunch of burly dudes with their shirts off, just tangled up. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder. Am I turning into a woman? Because <laughs> I've got the long hair. Um, no, I don't think so, Joey. You don't think I? No, I think you're just learning. I'm just learn. I'm growing. You're growing. You're expanding your horizons. You're mm-hmm. learning more about not just how the opposite sex operates, but you're also learning just how people that aren't of the same walk of life that you are function in society. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a different set of of things they deal with day to day, and yeah. so when you spend more time with different people, you understand the world better. In my opinion. I, I completely agree with that. Uh, and that's what I try to do. I mean, I get my own little world. Again, like I am this introvert and I'm trying to learn. I'm, I'm trying so to grow. I'm so proud of you for going out, out. 
It was great. I looked at everyone that was around me and I was like, God bless America. No, Joe, but, Joey's out and where am I? Where am I? I'm they, 180 miles away. But again, the energy with all women is so like nice. And and yet, like in, I don't know, you know better than me, but it's it's a lot less like, hey, what's up? Oh yeah, that thing. We had great conversations, but it was more like out of nowhere. I want to dance. They went off and they danced. I was like, I've never had that happen well, with the dudes I hang out with, except for eighty four. That dude used <laughs> right? to cut the rug. He loves he a can. dance to this he day. He can. God bless him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I, I think it's um. I don't think it's just women in general. I think it's it goes for men and women. You know, if you were with a group of your really close friends mm. and you're not trying to impress anybody, you're not trying to meet anybody, you're just out having a good time with your friends. If you want to go cut a rug, you will go cut a rug. And if a bunch of ladies are together and they have, you know, you're, you're not worried about what anybody thinks. You're just, there are some people, yeah. men and women, yeah. who don't care and will just do whatever they want to do because they're comfortable with themselves. However... Men and women, when they're in a group of people they've already become friends with, that already accept them for their little, you know, eccentricities mm-hmm. and stuff, they feel more more comfortable to just be themselves. So, in a group, they're a little more comfortable to do that. It, I think it goes a, for men yeah. and women. I, I would agree with that. But there's something you just said. Uh-oh. That you're out with, and, uh, and this is very serious, folks. A big problem I've had for years, and it took me till like, the last few years to really change in this regard and in some ways I'm still this way mm-hmm. you said when you're out with close friends and you're not trying to impress anybody and you're not trying to meet anybody mm-hmm. every time I would go out I was always trying to impress people and I was always trying to meet somebody oh there's your biggest hang up man you go out it, no it was awful yeah you and maybe that's why you stopped going out and why you don't enjoy it is because you've you know you go out and you be you. I would put stress on myself. You shouldn't, because the thing about that is, is if you go out and you you put on a persona that's that's not truly you, and you meet someone and they want to hang out, then if you've put on hmm. these airs, they want to be hanging out with that person they met. But if you're straightforward from the get-go of, this is who I am, for me, I can drink more whiskey than you. Oh, yeah. Hands down. I'm sure. Right? I have no shame in that. I smoke my pal mouths. Mm-hmm. I drive Betty White like I'm an old lady because I don't want anything bad to happen to Betty White because it's, it's the nicest thing I've ever owned. a nice car, yes. You know, I listen to the weirdest mix of music ever, and I will dominate an internet jukebox, and I don't care what anyone thinks. So the people that I meet, they know that up front. They expect that from me. That's not, that's not abnormal behavior for when they hang out with me a second and a third time. But if I were to go out and I was to make sure that I sat up straight in my chair and had my legs crossed at my ankles and, you know, if I, if I smoked a Pall Mall, it was like, eh, a Pall Mall. If I had a Maker's Mark, it would be like some fancy pants Maker's Mark instead mm. of just Maker's Straight. Like... You've learned to be yourself. Well, I have to be myself. Yeah. Because I go home with myself. I have to be okay when I go home. I have to be okay when I'm alone. And if I have to second guess, did I say the wrong thing to this person? Or should I have offered this person a seat? Or should I have bought this person a shot? Or should I have introduced this person to that person? If If I start second guessing myself, I go crazy. And I'm already borderline crazy enough. And so it doesn't need any help. And 
I was just myself on Friday night. And did you enjoy it? I did, and I actually got to play DJ. What? At a jukebox. Oh, don't you love mm-hmm. the internet jukebox? The worst thing for my bank account is that they have apps for the internet jukebox. And oh, it's like, oh, $5 here, $10 here. Yeah. No, I really need to hear this song. Well, somebody just handed me like five bucks to go pick out like That's six fun songs. too, yeah. And so I, here was the playlist, if I can remember it. Uh, Childish Gambino, Redbone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sexy MF by Prince. There you go. Which the whole bar was like, what is this? I like it. Yeah. I like it. And isn't that a satisfying thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody was nodding <laughs> their heads. They didn't know I was necessarily the one to put it on. Uh, then it was So Fresh and So Clean by Outkast. That's always It was good. that Outkast double feature. I like the way you move. Way you move oh, by Outkast. Oh, I mean, that's a good combo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, such a good song. And then I think the one after that was Cool in the Gang. Ladies' night. Good. Yeah, I thought it's it went a, well. It's a very good eclectic mix. Yeah, it was it was a kind of soulful, funky mix. Yeah. And speaking of music. Yeah. Did you hear who my guest is on Friday? No. JD Simo and his band Simo. If you haven't heard of him, he is lately just, I just saw that somewhere. Skyrocketed. Yeah. The guy is such a kick ass guitar player. Like, he reminds me of the Shakes, Alabama Shakes, but uh-huh. with more, the new sound of this new album, Rise and Shine, it's it's that tone. They're from Tennessee, but more guitar. I need to check. I know I have seen them somewhere else, but I need to check into that because we're, you know, doing stuff for South Sounds now, so. So they're coming into town in studio. The whole band, Simo, headed by J.D. Simo, are coming into the studio 6 to 7, Friday night. Oh, wow. And I'll actually be following them. Um, and going at their show, and, and they want me to announce them on stage. I'm like, how do I do that? Have you ever like, done stage announcements? Not really. I'll walk you through it. It's super easy. Well, I'm thinking of like the guy in Purple Rain. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, the time. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, don't do that. No, but I don't want to get like too Michael Buffer. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? I like how your mouth never moved while you did that. Right. It's amazing. It is a skill. I'm a ventriloquist without a puppet. Whenever you talk to people, you just got to talk to people like you're hanging out with them in your living room. Hey, what's up, folks? Yeah. Just, hey, I'm Joey. I dig this band. They're amazing. This is what I like about them. I hope you dig them, too. Please enjoy. And then you bring them on. So, Simon's going to be here on the show, and they've said they're going to play two songs. I'm going to do kind of a storyteller thing, getting to know them, maybe a little history of the blues. Oh, I love it. Um, and here is Simo. This is from this year in September at Pace Studios in New York. The song is called Return. From Pace? Uh, this is from Pace Studios in New York. Yeah, I love Pace. But uh, Simo is the band. The song is Return. This is done live. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Old Lady Hayes and Joey will be back in just a second. For now, enjoy the rock and roll. Joey Clark. Sense of 
most of his effects, and this is what I'll talk to him about, from sort of natural sounds and techniques. And he's very self-taught. He's been around a lot of great players in Nashville, um, and he learned the chicken picking, but he learned his own style of doing that. I am so pumped for this interview. Dude, it's amazing. I'm, I'm very excited for you. I wish I could be here for it, just to sit in the room and watch. And like I told you, if you have any folks who want to come on and share what they do with our audience here. Oh, yeah. I would love to have you in studio, especially if they're friends of yours and you know them. Mm -hmm. um, like, I love bringing bands on to not necessarily give the meaning of the song away, but, like, talk about themselves and then play the music. Yeah. I love the storyteller's format. I just, I love that I've seen this now because um, we had a South Sounds board meeting today that I had to miss because of a conference call, but... Um, like, you know, that's, that's what we do. We book up-and-coming Southern artists, and I, I've heard their name floating around. I've never sat down and and watched, and what we've watched during the break, I'm just, I'm very taken aback. I yeah. would very much like to have them at South Sounds. That would be amazing. Yeah, they're incredible uh, performers. Well, we have phone calls for some reason. What? People want to talk to us, Joey? Yeah, that's incredible. Let's go to the phones and talk to Rusty. Hello, Rusty. Hello. Hello. How are you guys? We're well. I'm doing well. Sounds like you're having a good time. Well, I'm, I'm doing a lot of questioning and growth. We're working on Joey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard, he was, I heard he was doing Bruce Jenner on us. No, no into, not why. Like, I don't own a... I own, like, two pairs of jeans, T-shirts, and some jackets. <laughs> I just... You know, I just and heels seem like a nightmare to me, Russ. They are really terrible. I don't. I, mm, I wore heels for the wedding. And I'm still paying. If for I was going to go all Caitlyn Jenner, I'd wear flats. Wow. Well, well, you go, well, he has to, or she has to, because she's over six feet. I think <laughs> it's tougher when you're taller. That's for dang sure. I, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a short dude. Yeah. So that's uh, what happens when you eat your Wheaties. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know they said that they they put him back on the the Wheaties box uh, this year. Really? And uh, yeah, and that says now with no nuts. But anyhow, 
I'm no Pedro, but I get one in once in a while. Yeah, I see. Well, Wheaties are no good without the nut. <laughs> well, there you go. I got choked up. Anyway, how are you doing, Rusty? I'm doing good. I've just uh, I was listening to uh, to uh, uh, happy hour a little earlier that I, I just carried over. I was listening to y'all and wanted to just call and you know just see how you guys are doing. I I, I get to see y'all once. I, I rarely get to see you, Emily. I see Joey once in a while when I when I come by there. I know. But, I'm uh, I'm uh, just just let it out. Did you like the uh, the uh, cranberry sauce dispenser thing? This I morning? did. I laughed so very hard. I'm, I'm pretty sure I came on after the air or after it aired and said, "I'm so very afraid of laughing so hard that I will snort, and then Rusty will grab that and make a, <laughs> and send oh. it to Greg, and it'll be a hot key. It'll it'll, it'll be a, a something to remember." Uh, it'll certainly, go, it'll go down and it'll go down in history. No, I really, I really very much liked it, I, and I also liked the Charlie Brown Christmas Open. Did you? I did. Oh uh, yeah, that was. Uh, it, I was trying to do some for Thanksgiving, but you know, there's just not a whole lot of Thanksgiving themed movies that that anybody would know anything about. Right. That, I knew uh, it. Planes, trains, and automobiles was the one I thought about. And that, that was pretty solid. One. Yes. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, so Joey, yes. you, you you've got some shows under your belt now. And you're yeah. you're you know you you people are talking about you in the street. Oh, the hey, buzz Joey's is palpable. Well, it's uh, there's yeah, a lot Joey, of buzz. Joey's, Joey's got a show going on over mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So, yeah. so how you feeling, man? You you feeling like you're you're making some headway? And, and I feel uh, the and, same. And, you feel the same because you never leave this room for like twelve hours a day. Yeah, I'm a studio rat, man. I feel the same. <laughs> Give me a piece of cheese and a microphone, and I'll do my job. <laughs> Put him a cot in there, you know. When would he sleep? He can't even sleep. Like, he can't even doze off. I mean, we can move all that stuff on that desk. And- oh, no, but to the soothing sounds of George Norrie and Coast to Coast, <laughs> I could easily <laughs> no, fall asleep. No. I'm talking about numerology and aliens and, uh, and reptilians. Feast on stem cells. It's great stuff. Very soothing. Good for I was the one morning. I was going up to uh, Tallahassee to see Michael Bird one Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and they were they were talking about this alternative universe where the lizard people lived, and right. and and I was like, this this guy believes this. I mean, I don't know if George did, but George just like, yeah, sure, you know, you just just rattle on whatever you got. And uh, the, I was like, this this guy actually believes this, and he's got a driver's license and. Goes out among people, and, and you know it's just weird. Yeah, yeah. I think George Norris is very much like Feinbaum, an instigator. It just, just you know letting people say what they want to say. Yeah, yeah. but you you've got something to do coming up with this band thing you're talking about. Oh, just yeah, Simo's going to be in the studio on Friday, and it's going to be a huge, huge event for it's me. It'll be huge. Huge. It'll be huge. It'll be huge. Thank huge. you for hollering at us, Rusty. Hey. Glad to uh, holler out any time. You guys take care. I'm going to go find something for supper. Okay. All right. Thanks, Rusty. Have a good night, Rusty. It may be, it may be in the lizard dimension. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Gator's tasty. Talk to y'all later. Later. Bye. Now, you're just showing me a photo. Of, Did you uh, see it? The old lady Hayes guide to marrying two kick-ass people. Gunner approved. You should have got a little paw print. 
I know. Next I mean, I did the best it. that I could. It was my. This is when uh, I didn't mean to nitpick. I it's okay. This is when Skoda gifted. Uh, I didn't want anything for officiating their wedding, mm-hmm. and uh, I was about to uh, to so go to the after party of the reception. Is that makers? Yeah, it's a bottle of Makers 46. Ooh. And it was like, this is, you know, Allie and I just wanted you to have this. Thank you so much. And I was, it was like, you don't have to do, well, yeah, okay, that's Makers. Yeah, I'll take it. Now, how did you land on Makers, Mark? Because when I was drinking the brown water, I'd now stick to beer. Like, on Ladies Night, mm-hmm. I've learned to stick to beer. Yeah, the, the two times that you and I have hung out, you've not really cared for shots. No, because I black out. Yeah. Like, after one. Yeah. So I, And I hate that feeling the next day. You feel like you have to apologize even though you don't know what you did. Yeah. You, know, you <laughs> didn't do anything. Terrible. So, um, uh, oh, Maker's Mark. Yes. Um, I was a Jameson guy when I was drinking the brown water. See, I've, I have, um, I've, all, I've been a Maker's Girl for a very, very long time. I started in radio in Mobile in 2008, February 2008, and, and we had two stations. They still have two stations. One was the nation's first FM sports talk station and then the other one's a triple a station and i've worked for both i was on air for the triple a and i was a producer for the sports talk station and one of the guys on there pat greenwood came out to a show that the sister station was putting on at the soul kitchen and he said old lady hayes let me buy you a drink and i said pg it's pat greenwood i was like pg what are you talking about buy me a drink and he said what do you want to drink i said i don't know whatever you're drinking and he came back with a uh, makers and sprite hmm. and it was the most wonderful thing i'd ever had and i was you, you I, did eventually learn that's a that's a good way to ruin some great whiskey uh-huh yeah because like pg was ahead of me in his um makers mark dumb Oh, you have just uh, like how Baron's ahead of me in gendom. Okay, so it's like a with each liquor you have a, a progression, like a caterpillar into a cocoon into pretty a butterfly. Much, yeah, pretty much. It went from like I would drink a Makers and Sprite, and then I would, you know, I got to Makers and ginger ale, and then it's just Makers and either ice or Makers and water. Nice. I'm not trying to glorify drinking or anything like that. It's just those are the things I enjoy, and that's what I do with my time. Roll Tide. I used to go through a lot of Jameson. Jameson is big along the Gulf Coast, too. Um, it's smooth. It's easy to shoot. Yeah, I, li- I like Jameson, but I just... Makers, I am... I love it. That's good stuff. If, if I if I am going to have an adult beverage, I'm going to have Makers Mark. And if you guys want to advertise, all you gotta do is get well, touch this here. I'm learning I'm also very basic. Oh? Because, you know, there's the talk about ladies being basic. Witches being basic. A basic witch. But I... And basic bro in many ways. Like, I'm straight up Ron Swanson. Like, I love bacon. I love talking about bacon. I used to talk about what I drank last night, and I go through the rigmarole. Hey, oh, I had a shot of this and drank this. And do, you, do you have, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but do you have those friends that, you know, how you were talking about when you'd wake up the next morning and be like, who do I have to apologize to? What do I have to apologize for? Do you have the friends that will recount the night before and yes. be like, well, we had those three shots of fireball, and then I had a couple of high life, and then... Yeah, I'm um, one of those people. And then, oh, that shot of tequila is where everything went wrong. Like, you can isolate that, it down to one You are literally drink. describing Halloween weekend. 
<laughs> it was the shot of tequila where everything went wrong. Oh, man. I didn't buy it. And this is why I, I'm hesitant to go out. I have to be a good boy. And if I'm drinking, I stick to beer. Yeah, you can tell people you don't want to do shots. Right. And and they'll be persistent because like, I'm a persistent person. But you need to be like, hey, ho, I know myself. It's not that. It's just I can't do it. Right. I, I just hate that feeling. Yeah. Like, And it also it, it goes back to what I was saying of me trying to... I, I get so stressed out and put so much pressure on myself that I have to be impressive. And I've yeah. got to meet folks that you know, I it, deal with the nerves by drinking it away. Yeah, but you know, it's not impressive when you're yakking on the sidewalk. Oh, so right. It's it's way more impressive to have control of yourself. I agree. And you have to know your limits, just like that bit that Greg plays about ladies knowing their limits. Like, mm. you've got to know your limits. You, you're in charge of you. And at the end of the day, you go home with yourself. Well, it's funny. I do love sweet little kittens. In fact, I thought about <laughs> getting a cat. <gasps> really? Yeah, it's not soon because it's it's a commitment it, it truly is and i was describing to you i was telling troy on monday on the show and i was telling you off air that i have this thing with commitment where it's like i can't go get a pet without thinking oh in 10 years i might be burying this pet it's no. a terrible way of thinking you've got to live in the now joey yeah, no. i saw you looking at main coons I was looking at Maine Coon. My Aunt Donna has a Maine Coon. His name is Brody, and he is the best cat ever. I think he's like 14. See, I've always been raised around dogs, though. And dogs are usually winners, especially if you get the right breed. Yeah, I've always wanted a dog, but I also take into consideration my schedule, and then I live in an apartment, and that would not be fair to a dog. See, and what I worry about with cats is I've met some cats. They're the sweetest cats in the world. I want a lazy cat sits in my lap all day that loves me isn't a big pain in the butt and then I've had cats that are just mean like people <sighs> just mean like, so, like it was uh, so I, I'm worried I'm gonna go pick up a Maine Coon pay a lot of money for a Maine Coon and it's just not gonna like me you should check the shelters first cause you know if you go to um I'll have to look it up but it's, it's the way I looked for Irene and Loretta you can you can type into these shelter databases that you're looking for a Maine Coon or a Maine Coon mix, and it'll tell you like you put your radius for as far as you're willing to travel. Yeah, and it'll tell you if there's one in Atlanta, if there's one in Tallahassee, if there's one in Birmingham, if there's one in Calera. Like it'll do like uh, Autauga County. It it'll break it down because they mm. they put everything in there. And you should you should do that before you pay for it. Well, and then the next decision is uh, a name. His names are very important. Names are very important. Well, you've already done this with your nickname, Old Lady Hayes. Well, yeah, and my cats are Loretta and Irene. Loretta and Irene. Yeah. See, I on if I got a dog, mm-hmm. like I would love to get a black lab and just name him Stephen. <laughs> Stephen. Steve. Like, it would be fun if I lost him. It wouldn't be fun, but it would sound funny. Yeah. Where's Steve? Where did Steve? My friend Steve. That's a band, by the way, my friend Steve. Steve, he he pooped on somebody else's yard, then he got off the leash, and where's Steve? I feel like this is like a YouTube series of where's Steve. (laughs) But with cats, I think it needs to be, like, one of the best cat names I heard was uh, Richard Nixon. Yes. That's a great name for a cat. I kind of want to get another cat, and I've been talked out of it, but I want to get another cat because I have the best name for another cat, and it's Mr. Tank Hendricks of Bombay. It's okay. like, it's all the good gins. See, but look at what's <laughs> happening to me. Look at, look at what's happening to me. You're becoming a crazy no. cat lady. Yeah, exactly. I want the ladies' night. 
had fun with the gals, that I went and watched Mama Mia the next night. Yes, I've been broken. <laughs> and then I, now I'm talking about getting a cat. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, Emily. Help me. <laughs> Why would I, I, What am I, I going to do? I can't stop you from living your life. You must go down your own path, Joey. But I, I'm scared of the future. What? God, we all are. <laughs> You're right. We're all just basically insecure, broken people. Well, pretty much. Need a little love. Everybody needs a little love. Yeah, and friends. But we all just have to, like, everybody's figuring this out together. There's no guidebook. There's no, you know, it all... Oh, uh, well... Well, have you heard of the Bible? Thank you. I'm Lutheran. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that's not very apparent yet, but um, yeah, everybody's just figuring it out together. And the best thing we can do is is love and respect each other. And there's been a lot of things happening lately in the news and uh, lots of different viewpoints and opinions that have been shared. Yeah. And sometimes it's really hard to hear if you're on the flip side of what the majority of people are calling in and talking about. And it gets a little heavy and stuff. But, you know, those are, everybody has their own life experiences and everybody's mm. going through their own stuff, whether they be a crazy cat lady or they're in a three-piece rock and roll band from Tennessee. It's going to be on Joey's show Friday. This is amazing. Simo. Yeah, Simo is going to be awesome. You know, we're all in it to win it. We're all in it to have a good life, and we can all help each other by being positive and not tearing each other down. And Well, that means no politics, then. Well, no. The thing about that is the best piece of advice I was ever given by my parents at totally different times in my life was the two things you don't talk about when you go to dinner. Politics and religion. Well, then I would be in trouble. Well, I mean, in the business that we're in, we, we end up talking about them because those are the topics that get brought up. But however, those are uniquely personal things. Oh, yes. And and no one should ever have to apologize for their feelings or have to explain the reason they feel a way about something. It's the way they feel. And there's aspects in their life that and there's things that happened in their life that make them feel that way and you don't have to agree with them I don't agree with some things that have been said but I respect people's opinion right. and I would expect the same respect from others so if people could just remember to respect each other and know that there's no guidebook we're all figuring this out together until we kick off then we'd all be uh, a lot easier to get along well, it with sounds like you just haven't discovered the truth yet <laughs> We're going it's a out long of, flight of stairs yeah, from here, yeah, Joey. I hope you don't, don't fall down. Don't hurt me, dude, chick. Don't hurt me, dude old lady. Hey, hey, dude. Uh, let's go. Hey, to, yeah. Well, we're, we've got to go. Um, we're out of time. Are we going to Bomb Hours? I'm going to Bomb Hours. Yep. You want a shot? No. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. It's been the Joey Clark Radio Hour. <laughs>